theyeshiva.net. There's a word from the Kotzke Rebbe. I think it's brought in Siach Sarfei Kodesh. It says in Tehillim, it's actually, we say it in today's Shir Shalyayim. Lo yiyah b'cha keil zar. V'loi sashtacha v'lakeil neichar. Anoichah shamalakach amalchem ha'etz mitzrayim. Harchif picha v'amalayim. Today's uh, song of the day, Shir Shalyayim. Thursday. So the, the beginning of the puzzle is La Yibakelzar. What does Liyabakelzar mean? Literally it means there shouldn't be inside of you a strange god. A Kael who is Zara, Fremdegat, an alien god. Avedizara. The Kotzkereb says in Yiddish, La Yibakelzar. That Abrishter in there is on their Zankin Fremder. The Kale, Hashem inside of you shouldn't be a Zar, shouldn't be a stranger. It's like you say, don't be a stranger in this house. Don't let Hashem be a stranger in your life. <laughs> it could be Becha, but it could be sorry, you know. A stranger, I don't know who it is. I... So what we're learning here in this Maimon is that it's not just there's a mitzvah, there's another mitzvah, there's another mitzvah, there's another mitzvah. There's a theology behind mitzvahs. There's a, there's a backdrop behind all the mitzvahs. All the mitzvahs and all of Torah in different forms and in different ways. But there's an underlying message, there's an underlying theology, there's an underlying rhythm or music behind them. And as the Balatanya put it, that Yisoyed, his language was Yisoyed, sorry, Tachlis, for Yisoyed, Kola Mitzvahs, Hula Ahapa Chayesh La'ayan, Dahainu Shiyah Bittl Hayesh. Every mitzvah, every shtikl Torah, in one form or another, it comes out sometimes in this detail or this, it's manifested in in so many different ways, because you have 630 mitzvahs. The Torah itself is endless and covers themes from one extreme to another extreme, from agriculture to marriage, <clears throat> from purity and impurity, to everything else that you have in halacha and in Torah. Within the mitzvahs themselves, as he said, there's pratim, there's details and there's nuances and there's var- variables and there's different situations. But all of it, he says, the yisoid, he uses two words, tachlis, tachlis is the purpose, the end goal, and the yisoid is the foundation of all of it is to align, to integrate the yesh of the person with the ayin, the ayin of the person, and the ayin of the world. And this includes, and this of course includes everything else in life, because when a person is dealing with anything, say, let's say a person gets angry. So treft amal. Huh? It happens sometimes. Huh? <laughs> a person gets angry, a person gets overwhelmed, a person gets frustrated, a person gets resentful, whatever it is a person is dealing with. The key is always, on one hand, it's a certain, huh? Person gets happy. Lishitase. Lishitase. The happiest man on earth. One of the happiest men on earth. Besides, besides the chasen. After the chasen. So, there's the yesh of it. The yesh of it is, the experience of it, 
And one of the most important things a person can do is which means to be able at the very same moment that I can hold on to the yesh of it, to also be able to tune in and trace back everything in life to the ayin of the person. In other words, I'm never defined and completely stuck and therefore overwhelmed by this experience. This is a certain manifestation, something is going on, something I could learn from, something I have to deal with. Every situation you have to know exactly what your calling is. You know, what could I do, what I can't do, what I could change, what I can't change, what it's coming from. But the key is, all of that is, to be able to always have the ayin as the backdrop, as the foundation, as the aside of the person. So I'm never completely overwhelmed or startled or drowned. I don't drown in this particular expression and manifestation because there is an I, an ani, which is oisius ayin. Ani oisis ayin, sula mutzav artsav ereshim agi hashemaima. Ah, ani oisis ayin yet. It's a machzadik says in derech mitzvah I mentioned yesterday at the end of the shi. So the point is that, in, and in the and what's pshat ayin? Ayin is the the infinity of the person. If a person could really recognize their own infinity, their own ain saif, everything is different. The challenge is that when I'm experiencing a particular emotion, I can get so overwhelmed by it, there's nothing else, you know. Aniva afsiyoid. There's nothing outside of the ani. But really, there's everything more than the ani. The whole ani is just one manifestation of ayin. And in the ayin, there's, you're, there's, there's so much potential. In the ayin, there's infinity. In the ayin, there's uh, tremendous energy. In the ayin, there's extraordinary possibility and hope and, and, and transformation. So it expresses itself in every nekuda in life. How you see yourself. Do you see ultimately only the, the particular yesh? Or can you always tune in also to the ayin? And then you could make choices from a much more infinite and diverse and glorious and confident and powerful place. Verstandig. Da wede is mahapech the ayin to yesh. The mitzvah is mahapech the yesh to ayin. What's every aveda and what's an aveda? It's, it's the opposite, ah? Huh? Well, I don't know what you're asking, somebody specific or. Yeah, in other words, in the ayin, there's much more to the person than just this. Uh, this moment's experience. This, 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 inf- this infinity. It's ain't safe. That's the ayin. Memalikalaman and sevikalaman are two separate things. Memalikalaman is just the way sevik is is manifested and articulated in a particular, in a particular nivra, in a particular moment, in a particular experience. But there's always the more. There's the there's the ayin of, of the moment is the. You don't reduce it to just one tangible uh, manifestation. It's just a, very easy for a person to get lost, a person to drown, for a person to get overwhelmed, and there's nothing else. There's this portion, nothing else, which is also understandable. Sometimes it's very intense, and you have to respect that too. You can't run away from that. So the point is not running away from it, or repressing it, or denying it, or lehit kachesh to... Um, 
to make believe it doesn't exist. Like we spoke in another shi, you know, you have to hold the ayin in one hand and the yesh in the other hand. It's the ability to be able to observe that too and learn from it. But not to define yourself and reduce your whole mitzias, your whole reality, to that moment, to that particular expression. It's always having that, uh, like we spoke about the juggling, you know, the juggling. To be able to retain a connection to your inner no-thingness, your inner ayin, in which you're not, you're not defined by a, by a particular thing. There's much more, a lot more. Ain't safe, bleakful. And every mitzvah, he said, is a manifestation of this nakuda. That's the yisai, that's the tachlis. He gave the example of tefillin, echad, the example of karbonis, the example of tzedakah. And also limud ha-tayra, b'chol nafshecha, means not b'chol nafshecha only. A person is ready to sacrifice his body. They would say b'chol gufcha, b'chol nafshecha, something deeper. A person is ready to let go of my definition of self as something separate. That's Mesidus Nefesh. It's a different type of Mesidus Nefesh. You're not giving away the goof, you're giving away the Nefesh. To let go of my perception of self as something separate. The cessation of separateness. That's Bechol Nafshecha. And then there's Vidibar Tabam, as, as, as we explained yesterday. Okay, so now we go to the next step. So after saying, Vayitzavenu Hashem is kol Vayitzavenu Hashem so he says, you see on the bottom, it's Bahar, Membez, column two, all the way on the bottom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven lines from the bottom, Membez, column two. Now, what's the key here? The key to understand, the, the key to all of this is when you say the word yesh, it can have two interpretations. One is Yash Pasht, a person who's arrogant, narcissistic, haughty. Obviously, that's Yeshes, but that's not the Yeshes that's being addressed here. It's Bederich Mamela being addressed. But that's Pashtat, somebody who's suffering from uh, complexes that could be very disturbing and can be very damaging. It's called Gasas Haruach, a Balgaiva, somebody who's extremely confrontational, can't be wrong, can't say I'm sorry, can't apologize, can't admit mistakes. Like somebody once told his wife, I never made a mistake in my life. She said, never? He said, yeah, once in 1971 I made a mistake. She said, what happened? He said, I thought I made a mistake. Think about that. So that was the mistake. So you have that type of yesh, but that's not really what's being addressed there. It's being addressed, but b'derech memela. It's being addressed a different type of yesh. It's the ani that's separate from the ayin. What's being addressed is the yesh, the person doesn't realize their infinity. That's the yesh. It's a much, it's a different type of yesh. The yesh here is the yesh at its core. The sense that you're not ayin, that you're yesh. Ayin means that a person is always rooted in a space of ein soif. The yesh here is the yesh that conceals that emes of einoid mulvada. So may I experience myself as lonely Sometimes the yesh here could be expressed as insecurity, not as arrogance. You understand? Sometimes yesh is experienced as a lot of very deep fear, as, a, as an inferiority complex, as completely no selfhood, no self-esteem. Why is that yesh? You're the best ayin. No, you're not the best ayin. I'm lonely, I'm broken, I'm separate, I'm detached, I'm isolated in the world, which of course breeds a lot of you know different types of behaviors because... 
when I'm broken, when I'm lonely, when I'm separate. So then it's painful and I need to compensate for that. I need to find some type of friend. So either you find a friend on a screen or you find a fake friend or you find a friend in a substance. But it's all because I need friendship. I need some fulfillment. So that's also a type of yeah. Here Yesh is not just a Balgaivi, an arrogant person. Right? It's a much, much different Indian. Here Yesh means that you don't recognize your Ein Saif. You don't recognize that you're always part of a whole. What does Bittl mean? Bittl means, Bittl Dasham means that you're part of Hashem. That you're a manifestation of divinity. You're an ambassador of Ein Saif. That's what Bittl means. And this Yesh comes from the fact of the Tzimtzum. Because of the Tzimtzum, because not one Tzimtzum, but many, many Tzimtzum that c- conceal the Eirein Saif. So it allows from Saiviv to become Mamali, even though Mamali is Saiviv, but it's experienced through Mamali. And that's the idea of Tzimtzum. We come back to the Sugi of Tzimtzum, Shaloi Kipshuta. The Balatanya taught based on the teachings of the Arizal, and the, especially the Balshemtiv, that Tzimtzum is Shaloi Kipshuta. What does it mean, Shaloi Kipshuta? Like Pshutim means that the Eirein Soif was not Nistamtsam for real. It's just the way it's perceived. Mamali is also Ein Soif. Your particular manifestation at this moment is also infinity. It's just coming out in a seer of Yesh. But the Yesh is also Ayin. There's no part of you that's not a reflection of Ein Soif. The question is, what's more Behizgalos and what's less Behizgalos? That's Pshat Simtsum Shaloi Kipshuta. Yeah, anybody understands what I'm saying? Huh? And that's, that, that, that's, that's a game changer. You understand why it's a game changer? Because it means that everything, every moment is essentially everything. Every moment is a gili of the Ein Saif. Even the tzimtzum is shaloi kipshuta. So it really means the only question is perception. How much I'm ready to perceive. And the nekudah of Torah mitzvahs is to constantly align a person with this truth about yourself. You're a sula mutzavartza. You're a ladder that stands on the earth, but the head of the ladder reaches heaven, and it's one ladder. It's not like there's uh, interruption in the flow. It's one flow. That is the person. Much more than you ever imagine about yourself. Much more. Because all of my imagination about myself is also limited by my imagination. This is even more than you imagine of your own greatness is the truth of your greatness. Because it's not my own greatness in terms of ego. It's because my greatness is a manifestation of Hashem's oneness. And that's Pshat, Hashem Echad. Hashem Echad, Al-Pichsidus doesn't only mean there's one God. There's one God. Obviously there's one God. There's no hundred gods. There's no thousand gods. It doesn't only mean Hashem Echad. Hashem is not made out of parts. He's not some material you make up, you're made up of pieces. That's all MS Hashem Echad. The Rambam explains this, and Rishonim explain it, etc. Hashem Echad, the, the Shalos says, and the Baal Shem Tev, by the Baal Shem Tev, this became the Yisoyed HaYisoydus, that Hashem Echad means Hashem is Echad. In other words, what's the Pshat? You're connected to Hashem? You're connected to Achdos, Echad. It's not Hashem is one. Hashem is oneness. <laughs> In other words, Hashem is oneness. The Baal Shem Tev said, Alts is God and God is Alts. What does it mean you're connected to Hashem? You're connected to a reality where everything is one. Everything is Hashem. What do you mean everything is Hashem? I'm Hashem, I'm God. I'm going to start worshipping myself. Isn't that Avodah when you worship yourself? If you worship your Ani, then it's Avodah If you're connected to your Ayin, then it's not Avodah Ani Oisius Ayin. If you worship the Ani, it's not Avodah Zadah. Anoichi Oimed Ben Hashem O Ben
Anoichi oimet beinech bein Hashem beinechem lahagid lachem es dvar Hashem. I think it says it even from the Baal Shem Tov. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Anoichi, I'm standing between you and Hashem to share with you the dvar Hashem. So there's a chsidr shetayich, I think it's from the Baal Shem Tov. Anoichi oimet bein Hashem beinechem. It's the anoichi, it's the sense of I as a separate I that stands in between you and Hashem. That's the only thing that stands uh, Without that concealment, the truth would be Nizgala. What's the truth? The truth is that you are a manifestation, you're a revelation, like the ray of the sun. The ray of the sun is the sun expressing itself. Intuitively, when a person wakes up in the morning, it's hard to experience this, because, you know, with all the emails... (laughs) Or whatever the emails were in the 1700s, uh, the 1800s, it was a different type of, of tirde. Today it's a little more. It, it denies all of this. That's why the first words a Jew says is, Moida ani lefanecha. You bring back the ani lefanecha. That's the first thing. You align yourself with who you really are. And he said, that's ultimately the Yisoyed and the Tachlis of Torah. And like we explained, that's why Hillel said that the whole Torah is love. Because all of love, all of real love is what? Is The greatest obstacle to love is when the yesh is separate from the ayin, and therefore I must live in insecurity. I can't let you in in my life. I can't connect because it's dangerous to connect. Why is it dangerous to connect? Because, understand this, why is it dangerous to connect to somebody else? Nechemia, you want to answer? You wouldn't even understand. So I'll, I'll explain for those who understand. Why is it dangerous to connect to somebody? Because it's a coping mechanism. Because I have to be alone. Because if I let you into my life, what's going to happen? Either I'll get backstabbed, or I'll get frontstabbed, or I'll get used, or I'll get exploited, or I'll get manipulated, right? It's funny how some people don't know what I'm talking about, and some people know too well what I'm talking about. Baruch Hashem. Depends where you are in the ladder of yesh and ayin. But kol chadafim shura delay. But when I could find the ayin in myself, there's room for everybody. There's room, there's, there's, there's real space for another person. Again, on different levels, of course. There's a relationship with a spouse, there's a relationship with a stranger. I'll be tired of these different levels, but the Nekudah is, there's real space for somebody. I could really connect. Why can I really connect? Because we are connected. In Ayin, there's an organic connection. Because <laughs> I'm not defined by any Mitzias that separates me from you. Like it says in Tanya, that Mitzad Neshamas were all one. In the Guf, I look at you, you're separate. But in the neshama, it's taka one. And even the guf, it's only, it's simsum shaloi kibshuta, even the guf. We're talking even the way it looks, the neshama is one. Now, when a person meditates on this, and a person lives this, and a person experiences this, it's a different type of life. If you always tune into your own ayin before you make decisions, before you talk to somebody, before you react to somebody, especially before you react to your children, you always tune in, not to the yesh, but to the ayin. Or to put it differently, you see the yesh as a reflection of the ayin rather than separate. So then, I don't have to control you. I don't have to, sometimes our response is, I'm going to control you. You know, I'm going to manipulate. I'm going to make everything look good. It's all fear. I have to control. I have to, there's no, there's no real comfort. In yesh, it's, it's very insecure. So I have to, you know, make sure everything is good at the moment. You sometimes react to a situation, not from a place of connection, but from a place of, of fear, 
of trying to control it, of not letting you know the mouse come out of the box. <laughs> so you shut the box hard, and we do that. We do that because we're we're in a place of katnos. I'm in a place of katnos, so I have to react that way. I'm not in a place of godless. First taste, yeah, you with me? So this is all the way the person can understand it, the way the person can relate to it. Like he said, this is the aside of Torah, this is the aside of mitzvahs v'chul. So now, Kedarki B'Kaidr, the Alter Rebbe says, but we have to go one step further. And he says, this is as our Lashen, and you have to, you have to, it's such a sharp Lashen, so it doesn't, you shouldn't think he's trying to undermine everything he said till now. He's not trying to undermine, he's just trying to go further. Because it's going to be a sharp lushan. So you could sometimes think, you know, he's being mavatal everything he said. Not being mavatal. It's, it's, it's the next step. But I've gained to the, you have to go to the, an ayin itself, there's ain soif. So there's one ayin and then there's a tifra ayin. And it's, it's both emes. It's not, uh, it's not a stid. So he says, omnam, however, bitulza enoyamiti. <laughs> this whole bitul that we're talking about, which is the Yusayd and Tachlis, it's not emes. And again, I'm emphasizing, when he says it's not emes, he doesn't mean that everything he said is not emes. And the, you're talking about mitzvahs. What does he mean? How can you have a person really reach the state of ayin when ultimately the person is a yesh? He's being mavatal himself in, in, in a beautiful way, in an amazing way. But by definition, who's being mavatal himself? I'm being mavatal myself. So, 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 so it's, the yesh is always stuck somewhere, somewhere there. They say that when the train came out, they started to develop the train in 1800s. So in Chelem, they couldn't believe that there's, a, there's such a Matthias. So somebody decided he's going to disprove the Ganovim who are deceiving the world. They decided that in the front train, there has to be a horse. And the horse is slapping. It can't be a, it can't go without a, so the, there was a horse inside. <laughs> Horsepower. <laughs> yeah. A physical horse. Right. We're talking about when the train, the locomotive developed without a horse. So a whole night, this representative of Chelem was looking for the horse at Nishkefuna. He looked in every cabin. He looked in the engine and the motor. He couldn't find the chimney. So he came back and he said that Ganev is such an expert there's a, there's a small little horse that he can't see. Right? But he couldn't liberate himself from the perception. The question is how small it is, you know? It's a microscopic horse. Huh? He's saying he was right. Horsepower. Okay. I, I can't pull myself up by my hair. Why can't I pull myself up by my hair? <laughs> right? Because I'm pulling myself up. So the Alter Rebbe says, as much as this is true, the person appreciates yesh and ayin. He says, Mikol yeshu, A person could try to appreciate this, to sensitize themselves to this, to to experience life by understanding that my true mitzvah, my true reality is elikus, is godliness. True. But ultimately it's called bitul hayesh versus another expression in the Torah, which is bitul b'mitzvah. The one who's reaching this recognition is the very I, is the very yesh. It's the mamale that's trying to understand that there's an Indian of saivif.
So he says, Saf kol Saf, when he says, Ene Amit, he doesn't mean it's a lie. He means, but it's not completely, it's not complete oneness. Ach mikol don't be at mavatal, who is sarusa de lasata. But this is necessary. This is what the person does. This is the arousal. Isarusa lotata means the arousal from below. The isarusa is isairus. The lasata from the person. Afterwards, there can be taka ayin. Not just bitlayesh, which is, which he says, but it's taka What does this mean? Just give a little example. It's not a perfect marshal, but just a little illustration. Many years ago, I was invited to go to Arizona for a Shabbos. I decided I went with my wife. It was more than twenty years ago, so I decided Sunday we had some time. We'll go to the Grand Canyon. So I read up on it a little bit, and I saw some pictures. So I wanted to know just what it is. So I thought I had an image of it, right? Because I, I saw what it looks like, and I saw the various parts of it, and I read about its history and what people do there. And then I remember we parked, came there and I parked, and I went out, and I saw it. I saw it. And I I was like, I still remember like for five, ten seconds, like, oh. I was startled, overwhelmed. Why? I already knew what it looks like. The answer, of course, is they say that Mark Twain once said, when God created the Grand Canyon, he didn't create the adjectives with which to describe it. Because sometimes there's the way you appreciate something from your own experience, but then when it comes out at you, when you see it, it's not anymore based on my imagination and the way Ichab Zichfargestalt, but actually the reality comes out and you get mesmerized, you get lost, in, what do we call lost in the experience. Lost in the experience is not something that comes from my initiation. It comes from the experience. It catches me off guard. It over, you say, this was overwhelming. Be overwhelming in a negative way. It could be overwhelming in a positive way. It's overwhelming. It caught me by it caught me by surprise. It it was something that shocked me. It didn't come from me. What I prepare for, that's all based on my tools. But that which comes out at me unexpected, that I couldn't prepare for. That takes me to a different place that I couldn't get. So this is a shtickle marshal. You have the bittle that comes through the person's avoida, through the person's understanding, through the person's experience. Stalte so Rebbe says, that's not emes. Shari mikomakim yeshu. He's a yesh. Elamai mevatalas atzmai. It's the yesh that's being mevatal itself. But it's a sarusadalasat. The real bitl comes from above. There's a moment in life when there's a gilui er, there's a revelation from the real ayin that sets into a person but that's completely beyond my experience. Because my experience of Bittal is defined by my experience. It's defined by my tools. It's defined by my understanding, by my feeling, even though it's very deep. It's very powerful. And he says, it's it's, it's the preparation that you need to be able to allow Hashem, so to speak, to bring the real ayin into your life. But that's something that I can't create. I have to let go. I have to let go. I can't initiate it. It's like you can't initiate an epiphany. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to think, and within the 10, min- ten minutes, I'm going to have, you know, the cure to, to right, to, <laughs> to some major problem, to, to global climate, to gun violence in America. An epiphany, by definition, is 
called a Baruch HaMavrik, like we speak about Chachma, Kayachma, right? The lightning comes. <laughs> you didn't, uh, it, it, it's something that defines you, you don't define it. That's the difference of Chachma and Bina. In Bina, you define it. In Chachma, it defines you. Because if I define it, it's defined based on I. If it defines me, it's an Ikud of Emes. That's not something I could prepare for. It's a different Indian. It's a different type of bitl. It's a different experience. You never, you can't control it. Because whatever I could control is by definition not ayin. It's the way I think about ayin. And we're talking here emes. He's not saying, we're not talking about a person who's a, bal, who's a baldimian. He's saying emes. But it's just, sof kol sof eine amiti. Shrei mikol makim yeshu. Ela shemavatlas atzma. So it's not a claim of fair. There's always a little fair. But it's a sarusa de lasata. Huh? Of course it's a reality. It's it's ba- ba- based on uh, it's called bitlayesh. It's a very it's 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 an authentic reality. So it's not so that's the point. It's not we come. It's just harusa de lasata. But that that's a keli. It's an opening for the for the for the real ayin. But that has to come from above. It's a hachan. It's a preparation. You can make preparations. But it's not something I could control, I can define, I can expect, I can manipulate. Because that, that's what real ayin is. Real ayin means that einoid mulvadoi. So if I'm preparing for it and I'm experiencing it, it's all beautiful stuff. It's a gewaldic inyan to be able to attach the yesh to the ayin, to be able to go out of mitzias, mitzias to do all the insecurities, all the yeshes, all the ego on every level. In that state, in the first state. That's what he's saying. Of course, of course. That's the MS. <laughs> that place is the MS. No, it's a, it's a constant journey. It's a, Of course it's a constant journey. Oh, very good. What does it look like, you want to know? What does that point look like? What's the relationship here? So he says, a very interesting word. What's pshat ayin mamish? Like you say, what's the relationship there? So I'm ayin mamish, and here it's the word mamish because in the first level it's not mamish because he's still a yesh. Here it's ayin mamish. What does it look like? So he says, It doesn't mean ayin mamish. You cease to be. Okay, boom. There's an explosion. Boom, you're gone. You're finished. Bittel. real. The best bittel. You're gone. You're done. Ayin mamish, you're mamish nothing. Mamish nothing, not, you know, ich bin agarnished, right? <laughs> you know the joke, yeah? Kuk is agarnished. You know, Yom Kippur, yeah? The Rav went up, and the Chazan went up, and the Rosh Hashiva went up, and everybody said, ich bin agarnished. So Yankel, the quarter carry also went up, and he said, ich bin euch agarnished. Kiba kuk verzakta is agarnished, you know? The chutzpah of this uh, of this guy, he decided as a garnish, but after, you have to be something. So lechayda ayin mamish nothing. He says that's not the word. Al derech yichud olam hatzilas be'ein seif banach. In Kabbalah and Chassidus, it's known that the first world, the highest world, is called olam hatzilas. What's the oneness of the world of hatzilas with ein seif? The iu v'garmoyichat. So the Lashon in Zoya, the Kuni Zoya in the Hagdam is, Iyu v'garmoyichat. In Atzilus, he and his kalim. 
Karmaya like garments, levushim. He and his kalim, his his spheres are one. That the ten spheres of Atzilus, which is Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzach, Hoyd, Yisoyed, Malchus, all the ten spheres, are within, in a state of real bittel, real alignment with the Eirein Soif, with the light of infinity, which flows through them, which is manifested in them. In other words, Atzilus, you don't say Atzilus is a world where there's no Chachma, there's no Chesed, there's no Gvura. No, there is. But the definition of the Svidus, the meaning of the characteristics of Atzilus is not separateness, it's that the Ein Soif is manifested through them. It doesn't have a distinct identity. It's not that there's Chachma, there's Chesed, there's Gvura. And Elamah, you use it to serve Hashem. The very definition, what does it mean? He and his chiyos are one, he and his kalim are one. What does it mean? The very definition of their identity is, it's a hechitimtza, the way the Ein Saif is expressed. So it's not separate spheres between themselves, and it's not separate from him, because... They don't get stuck in identity. Their very mitzvah is just a, a gilui of the Ein Sof. So in that sense, chesed and gvura could be completely one because there's no ego in them because it's just, this is the way Hashem is revealed through chesed. This is the way Hashem is revealed through gvura. And that's what a real relationship is. Again, to give an imperfect example, right? In a very good relationship between two friends or say a marriage, doesn't mean people don't have personalities, we speak about ayin. What does ayin mean? I don't have a personality, you don't have a personality, so we're one. <laughs> Two shmatas could connect. <laughs> if I'm nothing and you're nothing, we could be together in one room. So what do we do? So, so I'm supposed to kill myself and you kill yourself and then there'll be achtos. The void is something much deeper. You can have your personality. Adarab. Much stronger. In Atzillus, the chesed is much stronger than anywhere else because it's divine. But the definition of the chesed is not ego. The definition of the Gvura is not either. The definition is one way through which Ein Soif expresses himself, because Ein Soif is colorless, so therefore it could be expressed through every color. So the color is not, doesn't hijack the energy. The color is a channel for the energy. And when the color channel of energy, my color and your color, we don't have to dilute ourselves or compromise to be able to be one, because what's felt in each is, it's another way in which the truth is, is being manifested. That's the idea of kol machloikas shilashem shamayim, soifal is kaim. It says in Perkeyavis, in Perik Hey, that a machloikas that's lashem shamayim will endure. Machloikas shenil lashem shamayim ain't soifal is kaim. So the Maharal has a pinush on Perkeyavis, it's called derechayim. So Maharal says, I don't understand. You would say the other way around. A machloikas that's lashem shamayim should fall apart. At some point, it should be peace. Right? That's what Seifel is He says, no, What does it mean? That Machlekes is going to endure forever? He says, yeah, because if it's a Machlekes L'Shem Shemayim, it's not a Machlekes. <laughs> if it's a Machlekes L'Shem it's not a Machlekes. Huh? It's a machloikas. That's not a machloikas. We touch a machloikas strife. No, mach, real machloikas l'shem shemayim means there's different ways in which the ain soif is manifested. So the two machloikas, and of course they'll both be mekayim. They're really one.
You understand? That's what Elu Ve'elu Divre'elekim Chayim. Both are the words of the living God. What do you mean both are the words? They're contradicting each other. That Machleikas, he says, is a for because it's really Achtos. I'm just giving a marshal here to understand. He's describing Atzillus. That's Ayin. That's what Ayin Mamash means. Ayin Mamash doesn't mean that there's no Svidus. Ayin Mamash means that the gather of the Svidus is Nisht Ich. The gather of the Svidus is that it's a channel through which the Ein Sof comes out. So that is its definition. Its definition is Ayin. Ay, it has a definition. No. It's the way the ayin comes out through this tzir, or through that tzir, or through that tzir, or through that form. But there's complete oneness. Complete oneness with the source, and therefore complete oneness with each other. Yeah, so you have Bria, you have Yitzir, you have Asiyah. Those are lower worlds. We'll see in a moment. Atzillus is considered the highest consciousness. It's not called Bria. Bria means a creation. Creation, we said, is Yesh Me'ayin. Because that's the difference. In Bria begins Yesh. The Ramban says, Bara means Yesh. Bara is yesh me'ayin. Yesh means something. In Atsilis, it's all ayin. Ayin mamish. That's his dogma for ayin. What do you mean? Atsilis has everything that Bria has. No. In Atsilis, what's felt, what's experienced is that the infinity of Hashem is being manifested through this sphere, through that sphere. So the definition of the particular koyach and characteristic, what is its very definition? Its very definition is ayin. Ayin has parameters, ayin has a definition. That definition is only a channel to express one dimension of Ein Saif. Just like when you have a symphony, right? It's a symphony, it's one symphony. The conductor stands... Yeah, so you'll say, but there's 600 musicians. Each one has a separate personality. Each one has a different instrument. Each one has a different size. Each one has a different life story. Each one is sitting in a different place. But what does the conductor see? What does he see? He sees one symphony. That's why Taka, if he leaves, it could be chaos. (laughs) Because everybody starts doing their own thing. But you say, but everybody is different. Every musical instrument is here to express the symphony. That, that's what it's here for. So it's not really separate. It's separate physically. This one is this, this one. Forget. You have to have a cello, you have to have a violin. This one has a guitar, this one has a drum. This one has an accordion or whatever it is. But every, every one, it's, it's here to manifest the singular symphony. Like the chiyos haneshameh comes out in the body in so many different ways. The heart does its thing and the kidneys and the pancreas. But it's one nekuda, it's not separate. Their very identity, the definition of their identity is not yesh, it's ayin. Not because they don't exist. Yeah. Exactly, a channel. That, that it's, it, it's very I is a channel. There's no I outside of a channel. Yeah, now the I becomes somewhat self-contained on many different levels. In Asiyah, there could be complete atheism. The eye is completely devoid. In Bria, you're talking about a sacred world. It's the world of Malachim, the world of Neshamas. So there's no separateness, but there's an union of Yesh. So till now, he was talking about the Bittal, that Shaykh till Bria. But then there's Ayin Mamish, which I can't initiate. That dogma for that is Atzillus. That's what the relationship looks like. So it's much deeper, the relationship. <laughs> Because the eye exists in a much deeper way. What makes it exist in such a deep way that it doesn't exist? It's only a channel and a conduit for the Eirein Sof. That is its gather. 
Thus, Hetzich in the Sviris of Atzilus. So the Sviris of Atzilus, there's no sense of Yesh. It's all a sense of Ayin. Aydas, Chesed, Ekvur, Teferes, Netzach, Anoid, Yisoyed, Malchus, all of these variables and definitions and descriptions. No. It's the Ein Saif that comes out in it. What's, what's felt in Chesed is the Ein Saif is flowing through me. The Gvur is, the Ein Saif is infinite, so it could come out in endless expressions, even in paradoxical expressions. So I don't hear the paradox. You like things practical. So let's say the next time you get into an argument with your spouse, it ever happens? Huh? You can hear two things. <laughs> if you were in Atzillus, what would you hear? <laughs> you wouldn't hear somebody's arguing with me. <laughs> you would hear the truth comes out in different ways. It's very different. It's actually a very good tip. For that, you have to be secure. If you're traumatized... Which means, what does it mean you're traumatized? Traumatized in simple, in language of chassidus means the yesh has to be so big because it's so small. You understand what trauma is? The yesh has to be so big because it's so small. It's wounded. It's like a wounded lion. Whenever the yesh has to be so big, it's because it's tiny. It's very, very wounded. But if you can, if we can heal that, so then... I don't hear paradox. I don't hear, oh, Beishamai, Beishilil, you're arguing with me again? That's not Divrei Kim Chaya. No, I'm not here to say that every argument between a husband and a wife is Elu Veilu Divrei Kim Chayim. I'm not, uh, I'm not saying every husband is Beishilil and every wife is Beishamai. I'm all Izazoi. But I'm trying to bring out the Nekuda, you understand? I can hear a different opinion, even in Gemara. Yeah, the Gemara, the Mishnah says in Yavamas, the Beishamai and Beishil, they argued about everything. And yet, they got married with each other. And they ate by each other's homes, and they were close friends, best friends. It wasn't politics, diplomacy, just for the, you know, for the shatchanim, it should look good. It was be'emes like that. How can it be be'emes like that? How? How? And, and this is the vart. This is the vart. The vart is that you, you that's what the Maral is saying about machlaikas. The vart is, I could see it as you're conflicting with me, or I could see you're giving me an opportunity to learn about infinity. You understand? When your wife disagrees with you, she's giving you an opportunity to expand your horizon. So you should say, thank you. (laughs) That's interesting. Now let me go meditate. (laughs) Let me go think about this. Huh? (laughs) Okay, now that example is at a much lower level, but, but you understand the Nakuda. The Nakuda is that in real ayin, ayin mamish, it's not like there's no, no, that's why he says, al-derech matzilis. In Eilam you have everything. It's called a world. But it's not a world that's defined by Yesh. It's a world defined by, how could it be? So it's not a world. So it's a ice world. Hashem is not defined. The answer is, what makes it a Eilam is, it's the way Ein Saif comes out through Tzir, comes out through form. It says in Chesidus, the Rebbe says, what makes something beautiful? It's brought that Teferes is always many colors, diversity coming together. Right? One color is nice, but when you have a piece of art and it brings different colors together and light and shadows, like artists know how to do, there's something marvelous about it. You have a choir. One child singing is nice, but you have voices coming together. Beautiful choir, it creates a special pleasure. We spoke about a symphony, right? One musical instrument is beautiful, but you have all those musical instruments, the resonance, the synthesis, the hybrid, the, the bringing it together, it, cr- it creates a whole mosaic, a tapestry. The, the taruvas, that's what creates teferis. That's why teferis is not chesed, it's not gvura. It's a combination of chesed and gvura. 
The same is true a beautiful physique, a beautiful body. It's the symmetry, right? The way the limbs and the organs interlock and interconnect with each other. It's the beautiful puzzle. Tiferes beauty comes from the synthesis of, 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 of different young. So al says, why? What's the vart? Each one on its own is beautiful, right? Because if each one on its own, zero times, you know, a hundred times zero is zero. <laughs> so each one on its own is beautiful. What happens, what happens when the voices come together that it creates a different level of beauty? So you could say, well, it's more voices. He says, that's not the vart. The vart is something else. Well, listen to this. It's very deep. Real beauty, the real beauty is the person is, is awe, is in awe from the beauty. He says, what really touches the person is ayin, pshittis, that which is beyond definition. But we, we can't appreciate that which is beyond definition because we have no way to access it. What's our way of accessing pshittis? When many diverse forces come together, that's how we access pshittis, and that's what beauty is. And that's what resonates so deeply in the soul. I don't have an access to Ain Soif. I can't see Ain Soif. Because my eyes are Soif. So how can my eyes see Ain Soif? How can my brain experience Ain Soif? If it's a brain, it's not Ain Soif. It's a brain. It's amazing, but it's not Ain Soif. So how can Ain Soif be experienced in our soul? The answer is when opposite forces come together as one. Because how can opposites come together? through that which is undefined. Because if you're defined, this is you. And this is not you. So how can you become one with someone else, or with something else? The answer is, because who are you really? You're really ayin. So if you're really ayin, then my ayin and your ayin are one. We can come together. When we see people coming together, voices coming together, colors coming together, what we're feeling is, pshittas, you're feeling ayin. That's what touches you. That's what resonates within you. We may not be able to articulate it that way because you have to have, have a deep havan in the nefesh adam. The herst says the reichkeit von chsidus. Pshittus is undefined reality. I don't mean pshittus as simplicity. Pshittus as pshittus is divested, mufshat, divested from any color and definition. If you're divested from any definition, then there's absolute unity. So pure pshittis, I don't have access to in language. What's the language of pshittis, the way it's translated into our psyche? Unity. When diversity, when diverse people or forces come together, and that's where we say, wow, that's beautiful. What's the soul responding to? The soul is responding to the ayin that comes out. The Gemara says in Saitat of Yitzayin, Why? The Shechina can't dwell in a man, the Shechina can't dwell in a woman. The Gemara says that Ish is Yud Ish, and Ish is He Ish. And together, you have Yud and He, Shechina Shreya And if not, God leaves and you have fire. Call the fire, call the fire department. What's pshat? The pshat is, ish v'isha zochu, a man and a woman are opposites. Are you still allowed to say that? If you're, it's not only a man and a woman, you yourself fight with yourself. I once heard from Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, the British chief rabbi, he once debated Amos Oz. You know Amos Oz was? Huh? 
real, real left-wing Israeli. So they had a serious debate about Yiddishkeit. So before the debate started, Amosov says, Rabbi Sachs, I have to tell you before we begin, I'm going to disagree with everything you say. You know, only a Jew. I already know. In other words, I already disagree. You don't even have to say it. I see you, I know I'm going to disagree with you. You know, the Hostabar, the Hostayis, Hostayamukha. So he says, he says before, I'm likely to disagree with everything, everything, everything you're going to say. But don't feel bad, because I also disagree with most things that I say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it wasn't bad. When, when, when you can make space for all the different pieces in you, you can make space for the different pieces in other people. Right when we when I'm getting upset at a different opinion, it's because I didn't make space for the different opinion in me. So ish v'isha, it's opposites, a man and a woman. That's why Hashem made it, right? But when they manage to come together, zochel. So zochel, chesidus taichus doesn't only mean they were zoicha. Zochel comes from the word zachos, edelkeit, shem and zayis, zoch, edelkeit. Right? Tfilozaka, pure, beautiful, refined, zach. Klar. Zachel, when they refine themselves and they go from the yesh to the ayin, shchina shruya b'neim. So the ayin comes there. Wherever there's less ego, there's more ayin. Wherever there's more ayin, there's a shchina. So shchina shruya b'neim. What's that b'neim? What's b'neim? B'toicham. B'beisam. B'neim means in the space between them. The space I create for you. The space you create for me. What 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 exi- what's that space? What's beinayim between them? So if they're sitting on a couch in between, you should make a place for God. Yeah, that's the space. You have it also v'noyadati lechasham mi bein shnei hakruvim. You had the two kruvim kodesh You had the male child. You had the female right shnei kruvim keravia two little children, the ma- the boy and the girl. And where does Hashem speak to Moshe Rabbeinu? Mi bein shnei hakruvim from between, not from one or the other. Not from one or the other. Mibain. What's Pshat Mibain? From the space. Why the space? The space I create for you and the space you create for me, that's where I indwells. That comes out in the Sinyan. So that's the word of Olam Hatzilus. This Ayin Mamish, that our Bitl is the Ayin that's experienced not through the negation of reality, through the cessation. So everything is Ois. That's not the Chiddush. That's ayin who in its world. The Chiddush here is, real bittel is, that the mitziyah, the very mitziyah of the yesh is, not yesh, the very mitziyah, the, the gedder of the yesh is what? It's just a hechitimtza, to be megala, the ain't so through this seer. So you're never stuck in this form. You're never stuck anywhere. That's what real bittel looks like. So your personality is fully there. It's even more powerful. In Atzillus, the Svidas are more powerful than Bria. It's not like it's a bunch of weak, weak, uh, weak characters walking around over there. It's really powerful because it's divine. And because it's so powerful, because it's divine, therefore, they're completely one because it's divine. Okay, have a beautiful day. Tomorrow, tomorrow there'll be a Shir, 7.45. Be'ez Rasham. Yeah, Friday morning. If you can't come, you can hear the replay, or you can hear it live also. Why are you busy all day with the yesh? <laughs> Listen, you spent 45 minutes not being busy with the yesh. <laughs> How do you integrate it? This is the Gans Leben. You're going to meet people today, yeah? When you're in a space of ayin, it's a different type of meeting. 
You give love to people. You give hope to people. Right? When you, he's a therapist, how does this change you as a therapist? It affects you? Huh? It affects you, yeah? Well, how you see your patient, Emes? Huh? It's very different. The guy comes in, Yeah, Shalom Bayez says, Bahakta's kids are not speaking to him. You could look at him and say, A nebach case, a loser should a loser, right? So what do you see? As that iron. <laughs> and you want to help the person connect to that. If you believe in them, they can believe in themselves. Okay, here's a businessman. He's not a therapist. Even the cubicle, uh, you know those cubicles? You stay here, you stay here. Don't, don't think out of the box. You know those cubicles in the offices? Sometimes they're psychological. They get offices with yeah, windows. They, get, they, get windows. they have windows, yeah. Fixed mindset versus growth mindset. You were Microsoft when you were living where in over here? Seattle. How many years did you work for Microsoft? They say two people fail, those who don't have a plan and those who stick to the plan. Hechitimse is just yeshivish slang. That it's, it's chesed, gvuratif eris, it's all one. Yeah, hechitimse means, in this case, it's just a method through which it's coming out. It's not, hechitimse means a, 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 one example of many. Yeah, in other words, it's not like infinity is defined through yellow. But infinity could be expressed through yellow. Why not? You understand? It's not infinity is defined by yellow or orange or red or blue. But it could be defined through orange. But it could be expressed through orange. And it can also be expressed through blue. And when the orange and the blue come together, it means they recognize, they recognize that they are channels of something larger than both of them. Without colors, yeah. Exactly. It doesn't confine it. Chesidus is geshmak. Beshamim b'siluk. Exactly. Yeah. But but you have to you have to get rid of the trauma. <laughs> I understand. Listen, if I'm very wounded, if my yesh is so wounded, and I can't breathe, it's going to be very hard for me. Because I can't let go. I, this is my coping mechanism. You know, I have to avoid you. I have to distance you. But it, it seems like if I put people together to have a ticket, sometimes you say, like, like, why was this person put this? And then the opposite. You're right. But they're both not, it's not opposites. They're both, both the same. Equipment the same. Sometimes they call it a magotherapy, right? Sometimes there's certain things I have to work through. Generally in a marriage, the spouse manages to trigger a lot, a lot of things. And if I haven't worked out my own stuff, it's going to come out in the marriage more than in any other place. If I meet somebody once a week, I could be on my best behavior. When you're living with somebody, you know, they get to you. So all my stuff that are not resolved are going to come out. So it's an opportunity for tremendous growth. Whatever that growth looks like. But in every situation, growth looks different. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a good question. So you're saying... If, if brokenness is yesh, how is wholeness bittel? 
Because Bittal is the ultimate wholeness. Bittal is the ultimate wholeness. What does real wholeness mean? Wholeness means that I'm part of the ultimate wholeness, of the true wholeness of Hashem. Einoid Mulvade, that's Hashem Echad. Hashem equals oneness. In other words, to be connected to Hashem means you're connected to a reality that is completely one. It unifies the entire universe, unifies all of humanity, it unifies everything. So to be part of that wholeness means ultimate bittal. And that's the real wholeness. If I say my wholeness is, I don't need you, I don't need you, I don't need anybody. I'm just going to go into my house and I'm complete. It's the ultimate brokenness. Because I'm disconnected from my own reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the, that's what trauma means. The, the yesh has to be so big because it's so it's so it's so it's so, it's, so, it's it's afraid. You have to heal it. Sometimes you have to release a lot of things. It's a process. First of all, you have to be aware of it, and then you have to heal it. But but but, but, but I I in means so the. So what do I do with my brokenness? I have to have coping mechanisms, and the first coping mechanism is I'll detach, I feel lonely, I feel misunderstood, and I shrivel up into my own little identity. The opposite of that is that, that I feel deeply connected. I could be connected to me, I could be connected to others. And the real connection is that you're part of a larger reality. You're part of the ultimate wholeness. That's what real self-confidence is. Real self-confidence means that my I is in a very powerful state. What it makes it in a powerful state? Because it senses that it's part of Hashem's I. So it's, it's really alive. I don't have to protect myself. I don't have to avoid. I don't have to run away. I don't have to be afraid. I'm trying to integrate the, the language that we give in now, therapy, that to, to push into to building the people that are really something and they're really deserving, really should be accepted in themselves. I'm trying, trying to bring that out a little bit. That is real bittal. You remember what I said yesterday about bittal, when, when the milk falls into chalant. So you say the milk is bottle. What does it mean milk? It doesn't exist. Well, it's there. What's that? It's bottle. What's not there? You killed it? Fakert. If you, if you see it, you have to take it out. Of course it's there. But it's, it's part of the meat. It's not separate. If you have a lot of milk pouring in, it's too, it's too, it's too loud. But now it's completely part of the meat. So you're actually eating cholent. What are you just drank milk? No, it's not milk. It's cholent. It's, it's flesh. But halachically, it's bitl. So now let's go spiritually what's bitl. You say, you're bottled to Hashem. What does it mean? Part of Hashem. <laughs> So it's fakert and garnished. It's it's real yesh. It's the real yesh. To be a good person, you still be Not still. That is goodness. Not still. Yeah, no. Bittel doesn't mean self-destruction. Bittel means self-elevation. Self-promotion. <laughs> I'm not just a little, little creature who's separate and alone and detached, trying to survive, right? 
I'm a gilu of Hashem, I'm a manifestation of Hashem in this world. So a person's existence is, is actually infinite. You understand what I'm saying or not? You have to feel it. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.